The Block Talk podcast started because of my passion for the property management industry. I wanted to start a conversation and add some value within the industry with a diverse range of people and professionals who can add something extra. As we start out, my aim is that the podcast offers some useful insight into a variety of views, opinions, thoughts, and foresights from our guests who include business leaders and industry experts. If you enjoy the podcast and want to find out any other information, head on over to brianwelsh.co.uk. Hello and welcome to the Block Talk podcast with me, Brian Welsh, and Jax Bruce. Hi, Jax. How are you doing? Hi, Brian. I'm good. How are you? Um, life is life is good. Um, so today, today, as we've invited Will McElboyle, who is our technical director and the technical director for CPL Blockworks and Inspect, onto the show. Um, Will has been with CPL since 2010. And when he's not geeking out at work, he breeds bantam chickens. I'm actually reading this, and I didn't actually know that. So that's something that um, so that's something I've learned today already. Um, Will is happily engaged to his wife to be, and he's just an all-round good, really good guy. I think he wrote that himself. So uh, anyway. no, I didn't. <laughs> I definitely didn't. <laughs> so anyway, so yeah, Will's Will's been with me in in um, CPL for about. 10 years, well, yeah, in fact, it is it's our 10 year anniversary last year, so I'm probably just probably just over that. And yeah, he is, um, all our clients love him, and uh, he is all things technical. He's the guy that knows absolutely everything about our product set. So yeah, um, great guy to have around. So Will, um, this is where I start asking you questions. Um, yeah. how, how are you doing? Oh yeah, yeah, thanks for um, the lovely introduction. I'm, I'm doing very well, thanks. Uh, enjoying the hot weather we're getting right now it's, it, albeit it might be a little too hot with us uh, working from home uh, not in a nice air-conditioned office but uh, managing to get through it and uh, yeah looking forward to some uh, newfound freedom with the uh, restrictions being eased um, so hoping to get out next weekend and uh, uh, enjoy some of the sun if it, if it lasts yeah well it's more chance of lasting in Southampton I suppose than it has in Glasgow where Jack and I are um, yeah, that's, no, that's, true. that's that's good. That's good. Um, so, talk. You've mentioned restrictions. Um, how has the last year and a half been for you? How's it? How's how's it been coping with the um, the, the pandemic and, and everything that we've been uh, we've been doing? Yeah, so I think it's been sort of uh, ups and downs. Obviously, right at the beginning of the lockdown, so no one knew <laughs> what was going on. Everybody was just rushing to to get working from home sorted. Um, being a technical company, we were sort of in the position where we already had um, that infrastructure set up. It was something that we already had uh, in place. Um, so that part of it wasn't too difficult getting our own staff working from home, although there were a lot of considerations we didn't think of when we first uh, started out. And, and then things you don't realize until you've been working from home for for uh, a few weeks or months um, uh, in terms of sort of uh, our uh, hardware and how our access is set up and things like that but um uh yeah it, it's, it's gone okay um another thing we had to deal with was of course all of our, our clients having to go um to a working from home environment which a lot of them wouldn't have been used to so there were quite a few challenges there but um it didn't take that long before um we kind of got into the swing of things and i think everybody now is quite used to working from home and you know it does bring a lot of uh 
benefits with that with it um you know it's obviously nice not to have the commute um being at home has its advantages so for example you can um make yourself a, a home-cooked lunch where that might not be an option when you're in the office you normally have a packed lunch or something else so yeah it, it's quite nice i do certainly miss the the face-to-face -face, um with my colleagues and also the clients um where i used to uh, go up to Glasgow and Edinburgh and visit our clients um, quite frequently. I've not I've not seen anybody uh, since lockdown started March last year. Um, so yeah, looking forward to kind of getting back to a bit of normality, uh, definitely. But um, yeah, I'd say it's been uh, I'd say it's been good. Definitely learned a lot, um, and I think uh, it's taught us a whole nother kind of aspect of working that we never really considered before, which I think is is really good. Yeah, I think you're. I think you're right. Because if you ever, I mean, I, I know beforehand we 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 had a well, well, certainly in the Southampton office we had a situation where if someone wanted to work from home for any reason, they could just bang on their own PC and log into the their um, machine in the office and kind of work from there. But it's all it's something that we almost, I guess, um, didn't want to do and and actively. Um, actively didn't encourage people to do and, and probably discourage them actually so and now we've kind of we're in a situation where we, we probably would prefer it in some ways and you're right your commute is um is saving you a bit of time how long was your commute because mine's like a mine's a, a a three minute walk or a one minute drive so uh, yours is worse than that i think it? yeah it, it's, it's a bit more than that i think it's about half an hour normal traffic yeah. uh, so it's, it's not bad at all um, yeah. it's quite quite doable Oh, well, it means you can roll out of your kit half an hour later, I guess. So that's probably good. Cool. Yeah, that's right. Cool. Although I think actually I'm getting up earlier than I used to, funnily enough. I'm not sure why that is. It's probably because uh, there's not so much to do in the evening, so I'm going to bed earlier. Uh, right, okay. okay. <laughs> yeah, it might change once we're back in the So you did celebrate a work anniversary last year, um, um, so 10 years. So what has changed since? You started at CPL. Wow, gosh, that was a long time ago. So, go on, final way, tell me what's changed. Yeah, so, I mean, in terms of uh, just the industry as a whole, I think since 2010, uh, which was when the sort of the first iPhone or, or maybe like the second or third generation had, had come out by then, but it was really, I think at that point, smartphones are really starting to pick up. And, you know, if people didn't have one, they would have been getting one or would have had one soon um so i think that's been one of the biggest changes in the industry is just the the move to uh, mobile devices um and just the continued uptake of you know people using uh the internet for all their services um as opposed to the old school methods of sort of uh telephone or post um so that's been a big change and i guess with that it's meant that um the product set that we work on or we create has changed as well so when i joined in the company in 2010 we didn't have any mobile apps we did have a web portal but we didn't have any uh uh mobile app to go along with that so that was something that which we introduced uh i think in 2013 or 2014 so um a few years later uh so we moved into that market and then also we've got whole raft of program technologies which are ever changing in the background which our clients might not see or realize or the users of our software might not see and um, but uh, the sort of back-end stuff is, is always changing and uh, improving so for example we rewrote our web portal I think uh, 2011 2012 um, to move away from a, 
something that was a bit more old school, which is called a, a SOAP API. Uh, we moved that to become a REST API, which to most people that wouldn't mean anything, but to a programmer, they'll understand that that's a much uh, more efficient way of working. It's It means that um, uh, it enables us to build our programs more efficiently and we're spending less time uh, writing code and more time implementing features and, and getting stuff into the product. So that, that's something you have to keep up with, uh, you know, every, every day that's always changing. Um, and I guess as well as that, in the last 10 years, uh, our product has grown massively. We've got, you know, so much more functionality in there from things like the uh, the in-tray. I mentioned the the app. We've got um, other applications like Inspect and Blockworks, which now integrate with our product. Uh, we've got lots of other features that we've also added into the core product itself, um, whether that's... Uh, new imports that we're, we're able to do to, to different parts of the system or completely new areas um, such as uh, the the estimate system actually that that didn't exist when I started although that was really probably eight nine years ago that we implemented that but that was a new feature as well so we're always building up so um, that's been really good to see and see the uh, product grow um, and along with that also our, our user base has grown as well we've got a lot more uh, companies using our software so um, speaking to them finding out what they you know use the software for and what they could uh, benefit from uh, in terms of new features being added um, yeah it's, it's all just grown and grown and it's been really really fun to be a part of that and, and see it happen Excellent. Yeah, yeah, it has actually, to be fair, I suppose one thing that we all have to do is make sure we have um, we have fun at work and enjoy what we do. And, you know, it's hard work and it's graft and it's, you know, and you have problems and, you know, um, and um, dare I say, or can I say, shit happens, you know, and you've got to get over with it, you've got to deal with it, you know. Um, um, Jax is probably getting me arrived for swearing on our first ever podcast, but she maybe she maybe even just put out. You never know. Absolutely fine. I can edit it out, maybe. <laughs> <laughs> um, so, no, that's really interesting and good to and good to know as well. Good to know. Um, so, what have you learned since starting at CPL? Oh, where would I start? I uh, I think I've learned. Uh, I mean, I so much just in different areas as well sort of um but i guess if i start from sort of a technical point of view in terms of uh, uh the product um I, i've learned a lot about um what not to do i suppose um those are the, probably the biggest takeaways uh you learn from your own mistakes and and you know i'd be lying if i say there, were, there haven't been a few in the last 10 years but um i think as well as that i've learned um over the course of my career that you need to you know be realistic about your your sort of uh, expectations for a project and you know think carefully about what you can actually achieve uh, it's almost kind of come sounds a bit pessimistic but you you sort of go into a project really excited and you, you want to you know you sort of want to deliver everything and then you, you're thinking of one good idea after another but something that um i've learned is that if you bite off more than you can chew, then you're going to have a hard time chewing it. Um, so uh, definitely, I think one of the biggest things I've learned um, and I've really practiced in sort of like the more recent years of my career is that you need to make sure your scope is, is achievable. Um, 
and that you are you're not uh, overstretching yourself or, or your team um so uh i think i think well just if i can jump in i think yeah. um i think that's um you probably had to learn that because um because i'm always looking for new stuff and and new 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 things within the product and stuff like that so and i think possibly um <laughs> setting my expectation of, of what's achievable or not has probably been a big challenge as well so because you know i'm always coming up with ideas and I, yeah oh we need to do this and we need to do that we need to do the next thing and and um and i guess that you have to bring them to reality you know um you know so i i can absolutely understand what you mean yeah i mean and as, as well as sort of learning those lessons i've also uh picked up a whole load of new technologies as well you know including like the, the sort of the mobile app stuff which i mentioned earlier we've got um uh new web technologies uh um such as uh sort of like the latest um uh mvc offering from from microsoft and we've also got our, our front end uh uh, frameworks like uh, React and, and Angular that we've we've picked up and, and sort of learned about those over the last sort of uh, decade. Um, uh, you know how to properly create uh, responsive websites and, and web apps so that they perform across a range of devices. Uh, understanding, I guess, the extra considerations you need to make for for these different products as well. Um, so coming from a, a uh, a windows desktop application and starting to get into the the web and the the mobile apps um there was there was an awful lot to learn there as well um and and on top of that also uh, i've since i've started i've now lead a team um, and that team has grown and grown over the years as well so understanding how to um support my my team members and make sure that they have everything they need as well is something that, that also picked up over the over the decade i'm sure i have a lot more to learn on on those fronts as well good good so our our project of the or something we've been working on um, um quite a lot recently and you've been kind of um uh, not developing i don't think but but managing and, and and putting scopes together and all these sort of things is our is our blockworks um product um so how's that going uh, yeah, no, it's going really well. And you're right to say that I haven't been developing on it because I, I haven't. I've been more of a, a project uh, manager role in this in this pro uh, on that product. Um, so we have a really great development team that do all the the hard work um, and, and making it uh, all work and look nice. Um, but yeah, no, they've they've done a great job of it. So yeah, it, it's been really fun to work on a project that connects two areas of. Um, the industry that we work in together where we've got our property managers that, that are currently you know using our our office software and then we've been able to connect those to the contractors who are out doing the work on on site um, and and that's been really exciting to see how that can uh streamline that process uh it's um it's been quite a long project and we've 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 kind of gone back over a few things and we've realized that actually no that that wasn't the way we the way to do it um we're going to change that and do it uh, the correct way or what we think is the correct way so um that's been good to do as well there's been a bit of a learning process there but um yes yeah, it's, it's, it's been really 
uh, really successful, I think, and especially uh, at the point we are now, where we've got um, our we're still in our beta uh, testing at the minute. We're still in the the uh, 0.0. I think it's 0.3 is our current version, so it's not the actual live release yet. But um, we're seeing it; it's running very smoothly. The data's uh, getting updated to the contractor almost instantly, which is is really great to see. Especially when we put, well, when the guys have put so much work into it, it's really nice to see that it's uh, all, all working smoothly. Yeah, yeah. I must admit, the, the, I've, I've heard there's been a lot of positive feedback about it, and and I suppose for me, and I always use the phrase kind of closing the circle you know we've, we've over the years and when certainly when when cpl was started it was it was starting to do that one specific industry of property factors and you know and then we you know so we did back office stuff and then we did um links with the clients um so that you know the, the that that um uh, electronic conversation between the um the property factor and their and our the and our clients, you know, that was the that was the next thing we did. So this whole contractor thing almost for me closes the circle of all of that technology and means that we can pretty much have end to end um digital processing or electronic processing, whatever you want to call it, um, from you know, from client to property factor to contractor, back to property factor and, and to client again. So it kind of it kind of just closes that loop and it's and it's a brilliant product and yeah it's you're right it's taken a, it's taken some some time it's been a, it's been a long project but it, but um we're, we're we're right on the cusp of of launching that version one so that's really really good yeah yeah i'd agree with that closing the circle kind of uh, analogy because that is kind of how it feels and then it's, it's a nice satisfying feeling to know that you kind of that is all all sort of covered in in our application which means that we can now track and make sure that you know uh, all these jobs and estimates and, and uh, invoices are all being processed as they should, and we can report on that and make sure that we're not we're not missing anything and nothing's falling through the cracks, which I think is is, is really nice to know. It's a good um, gives you good peace of mind. Yeah, and I guess you know our job in life, um, being kind of software developers, or well, well, not not me anymore, far too old for that. Um, but uh, but um, you know, but as a as a company, our role is to provide good, solid, um, robust systems to people that give them a huge amount of efficiencies and and allow them to streamline their business. And you know, Plotworks does that in spades for you know for the property factoring um, market and for the contractors as well. So it's really good. Uh, yeah, absolutely. Okay, so how do you see um, the industry we work in changing over the next five years? Um, so I think uh, over the next five years, I just think we're going to see a lot more um, utilization of the internet or the internet of things, as this is now being called. So um, just uh, everything uh, connected to to the cloud. Um, uh, a lot more services just going fully online um being able to access it anyway I, I really think that's going to be where i mean it's already sort of moving in that direction especially with the lockdown i think that's given it a right boost um you know it's really moved it forward because where we're in lockdown now moving between the office environment between the home environment um having all your stuff held in the internet or in the cloud and accessible from anywhere is is invaluable now and so i think that's going to be uh where the the internet sort of uh, where the sorry the technology continues to to sort of go towards and that will mean more more mobile based apps um more 
web-based apps, more browser-based apps, and I think you're going to see less uh, sort of native desktop applications um, as well because of that. Okay, yeah, and that's certainly your view for where we take CPL over the next five years, isn't it? Absolutely, yeah. I think that's, that's uh, definitely the way the way forward for for the sort of modern day working person now. Right. Okay. Good. Excellent. Excellent. Okay, Jax, you've all spoken much, so um, I think that that kind of wraps up our technical kind of thing. So I think you wanted to ask all of our um, um, the people we invite onto this podcast some quirky questions at the end. So how about you pick them up? Cool. Okay. Um, hi, um, hi Jax. What's your biggest failure across your entire career, and what did you learn from it? Um, so uh, there's, there's been a few, I won't lie. Um, like, like I said, I think earlier on, um, you, you learn from your mistakes. Uh, so um, I think one of the biggest things, or the one that always sticks with me is, you know, uh, uh, a big uh, mess up, if you will, um, was uh, it was actually at my previous place of employment before CPL. Um, I worked for a company that, that dealt with patient management systems. Uh, and I was working on a project um, uh, completely on my own and uh, I was to um, uh, write this this feature uh, and then uh, I was uh, a junior back then so I was meant to um, write this feature and then have a code review get it signed off and then I could uh, submit it to the code base uh, and I was sort of a week in and um, I uh, was having an issue with it I decided that it would be best if I just sort of reverted my reverted back to what it was before and then sort of take it step by step try again see where my problem was coming up but what I accidentally did at the time, um, because I was quite new with the uh, the source control system back then as well, is I had reverted all of my changes that I'd worked on the whole project for the, the last week, and uh, it, it was gone. It completely disappeared. Uh, I didn't have any backup. <laughs> and uh, I, asked a, I asked a couple of colleagues sort of in a, in a, in a little sort of a whisper, Beyond the beyond the monitor, you know, like, is there any way I can get this back? And they'd let me know that um, if I hadn't checked it in or saved it somewhere else, it was probably gone. Um, so yeah, that 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 wasn't great. I'd lost a week's worth of work, which I had to then do again. Uh, so there was a couple of late nights to catch up there. But um, yeah, I think the lesson learned there is is always make sure you save your work. Uh, and if you're going to do yeah. something drastic like revert changes, just make sure you 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 double check and triple check that it's all there. Yeah. Uh, yeah, I think so yeah, I think that's yeah, that's that's the one that stuck with me. Um, I think everyone's got a to tell around not saving stuff and and losing all their work, haven't they? Probably. Yeah. That's right. That's right. I, I'm just glad you never did that at CPL. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I probably I probably lost a few minor things then, but yeah, I mean nowadays with like I said again with the cloud working and everything that comes with that everything is backed up now by default yeah. you know you have version control on just your files um it, it by default we use uh, OneDrive here at cpl and that has version control on everything so if you accidentally delete a file you can get it back no problem um so that's just another thing that that comes with this sort of cloud-based working uh, which is really good 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 um our next uh almost almost finished and um, next quirky question is if you ruled the world for a day what would you do oh um yeah i think i'd probably uh make a big mess of things really but um i think <laughs> if i ruled the world today i think i would try and i don't know get get the uh 
get the world leaders to do some sort of um, sit down and, and really look at our climate change problem. And I think it would be take more than a day, to be fair. But uh, if, if, if I could make any sort of headway with that, I feel that would be be what I would want to do. Um, I think it's uh, it is a big issue now. Um, and I think a lot of people, uh, you know, sort of don't want to. Uh, acknowledge it for convenience sake maybe um but uh i think it's this it's time that they do sit down and do something so yeah i think s something along those lines maybe uh try and get them to listen but uh yeah probably more than one day would be needed as as the next day i'm sure it would just go back to normal and they'd forget i'd ever said anything <laughs> <laughs> yeah i think we probably need a few people to rule the world for a day that had the same idea as you on that one so we can exactly. it over a couple of weeks <laughs> but no it's an admirable um aspiration I'm, I'm with you on that um and our final quirky question when you're 70 and look back at your life what will you be glad you did or feel proud of or is there something you've done or want to do um ooh, uh i think uh I mean, I think 70 is, is quite a way off, so there's quite a, uh, a fair few years before I get there. So hopefully I'll, I'll, I'll have achieved a, a fair bit more than I have now. But I mean, as of where I am right now, I think I'd be proud of, um, uh, I think mostly would be the relationships I've made uh, in my career, both with my colleagues uh, and also my uh, uh, our clients as well. You know, some, some of our clients have, have been with us since I started and you know I've sort of known those for over a decade now and um, uh, I feel that you know there's many different sides to a business but it always comes back to people and it's people that make the business happen and on both sides as well so uh, yeah I think I'd like to look back and say I could be proud that I've given everybody uh, that I've sort of worked with in my career uh, a fair shout and I've been fair to them and I've given them the time they deserve and I've given them you know sort of my time my effort that they deserve especially with my colleagues and the people in my team I'd like to look back and say yeah I definitely um, gave them everything that, that uh, I should have in terms of uh, my time and knowledge and, and also support um, when they need it yeah. I think uh, if going forward if I could try and uh, achieve something I suppose um, I'd like to be able to look back and say yes those those companies and products I've worked on they you know they were a success and you know however long they lasted because because nothing lasts forever but it would be good to know that they they had a good run and, and they you know gave some people some real benefits mm. oh, very, very corporate answer I like it <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, I mean, from a from a personal point of view, I I, I don't know. Um, I, I'd probably quite like to to travel a bit more. Um, yeah. seems a bit of a, a silly thing to think about right now with um, uh, with with lockdown and, and not really being able to go anywhere. But um, yeah, I'd certainly like to see a bit more of the world. Uh, I think I've only ever been out of Europe once, and that was to America like uh, twelve years ago. So uh, yeah, that's certainly something on my on my bucket list. But lots of time for that. Yeah, so much to see, so little mm -hmm. time. <laughs> Precisely. Awesome. Ryan, do you want to finish up? 
Um, thanks, Jack. Thanks for doing those two quirky questions. And yeah, <clears throat> um, well, they were they were good answers. Good answers. Yeah, traveling is traveling is something that I, I, I love doing as well. So, um, okay. So thanks, Will. Thanks for your time. Um, thanks you're welcome. Clip. Thanks for the answers um, and for um, joining us in our, our, our podcast.